everyone, and welcome back to BMX News, a weekly BMX news show where I talk about everything that happened in the previous week within the world of BMX that I think you guys might care about. That being said, we're going to talk about Swamp Fest first because Swamp Fest is going down not this coming weekend, but the one after it, October 29th and 30th down in Florida at Spider MX. If you've been following Big Boy's YouTube channel, you see some of the stuff that they're working on. And I'm excited. If you are going to Swamp Fest, leave a comment down below. And if you're in the live stream right now, leave a comment after the fact so we can get a count of how many people are actually going to Swamp Fest. And I'll add a poll to this stream here later as well. But with that being said, I'm curious to hear how many people are going to Swamp Fest. I'm excited. I'm going. We're leaving Thursday and we're going to be down there for Friday and Saturday, leaving on Sunday. I'm excited to meet anybody who might watch these videos. And if you do see me, come and say hi. Unless I'm doing an interview or something like that, come and say hi because I want to meet all of you guys, get to chat, and thank you for watching the channel. That being said, with Swamp Fest on Friday, October 29th, there will be video or Nora Cup will be going down. Real quick, I want to say you can buy your tickets for Swamp Fest at the website right here. But, uh, Nora Cup is going down Friday night. I don't know where, I don't know how or anything because it just says that, uh, where does it say? We're hyped to announce that Nora Cup will be a live event this year and it will be a wild one as it's taking place on Friday the 29th of October in conjunction with Florida Swamp Fest. So interesting. Not sure if that means it's going to be at the dirt bike track or what. I hope so. But we'll see. I'm excited. And there's two videos that have come out talking about nominees so far. First was the Transition Rider of the Year. Second was Video Part of the Year. Real quick, I'm going to get to some of the chat here. Let's see. Stony OFG BMX Morning. Shane, that's a bummer to hear you can't make it, man. Start real college courses on Wednesday. You'll be okay. You'll be able to go on Saturday. I wish... Wish I could. Man, a lot of bummers in the chat right now that you guys can't make it. Hopefully, at least some of you can figure out a way. I'm lucky that uh, we're going to be taking a camper down. We're going to be camping at Swamp Fest, glamping at Swamp Fest. That being said, let's talk about the video part of 2021 Nora Cup nominees. So first, we've got, they're listed here, Alex Donicky's Let Go video. From BSD, Corey Walsh's Pull Back or Die, Fast and Loose video part from their DVD, Dennis Anderson's Right Here video, sponsored by Vans, Felix Prangenberg's World of Uncertainty video, and Jordan Hango's TAIF video. So another thing you guys can leave comments about, who do you guys think deserves video part of the year? I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Dennis has one-upped himself once again. And Garrett's not on this list because he didn't have a video part this year. So I think it's going to go to Dennis. And I think most of BMX is going to vote for Dennis because that right here video is just out of this world. Someone's torn. Travis is torn between Walsh and Dennis's parts. Then we've got Transition Rider of the Year nominees. So also with these, there are some like recap videos showing video from that. First up, Corey Walsh, Dennis Anderson. These two are fighting in the uh, 
video part Nora Cup awards too. So there could be a double Nora Cup this year if Dennis Anderson wins it. I have a feeling though that either Corey Walsh or Logan Martin's in here. Jason Watts is in here. Pat Casey's in here. I think Logan Martin or Corey Walsh, being that Logan Martin won the first ever Olympic freestyle BMX gold medal, that could put him into contention as well. It's going to be a very interesting one to hear, and they're probably going to be dropping the other t uh, the other categories in the coming days before Nora Cup because there's Women's Rider of the Year, Street, Park, Rider or Reader's Choice. I don't know if there's nominees for that. I think it might just be an announced thing. Either way, though, I'm excited to be there. I haven't been to a Nora Cup since Interbike 2016. I'm stoked to be able to be there this year. Moving on from here, we've got Vans the Circle from Dig and Vans. It's the video bike video contest featuring 19 different bike shops all around the world. And they had their live stream this past week announcing the winners and talking about the event. And here are the top three. Stress Bike Shop actually won it two years in a row now. Then Ride On BMX and 360 Bike Shop. This is interesting to see because Stress Bike Shop won it last year. That means if they do this again next year, they could be going for the three-peat. Could be interesting. I'm excited to see what they do with it next year, too, being that they went from like 10 last year to 19 this year. I feel like more than 19 or 20 is almost unmanageable. That's a lot of videos. Maybe they break it down somehow, make it into like a, like a bracket where like these two videos go against this one, then those go to the next one, and then it leads up to like a championship. Something like that could be really cool if you get, I think it's 32 is what you need for an even bracket with even teams and nobody getting any buys. So yeah, if you want to see that, it's like over an hour long live stream that happened. It's linked in the description down below after the live stream is finished. Moving on from there, we had some news that like didn't really fit into any of my other categories for the news. And that is because it didn't have a video with it, and that is that Vero Hernandez is on fly bikes. And the interesting thing here that's noted at BMX Union on their write-up for this is that he is a Flatland rider, and Flatland hasn't had any Flatland-specific parts for quite a while. So that could hint at something, and uh, there's a hint in here that Maybe they're planning to bring back some of their old Swello products in the future. That would be awesome to hear. Moving on from there, we can get to the videos from this week. First up, we've got one from Colt and Dakota Roche. It's called For What It's Worth. And what I want to say about this video is that Dakota Roche is taking his riding further and further with every single video. There was a toothpick hard 180 to backlash in here it doesn't make any sense when you think about it and when you think about it physically and everything seemed to be like that if it wasn't something huge and burly it was just something so unbelievably technical and pushing his riding abilities to the next level basically i really enjoyed watching this one i also wanted to point out with this and the next few videos that we're going to be talking about how refreshing it is that all of the BMX videos that I've watched lately have had music in them that fit the riding and fit the rider. We're not in this box of it has to be this type of music and this type of editing anymore. It's just 
whatever fits it feels like or whatever the editor kind of feels like is necessary at least from the perspective of the viewer i don't know from the editing perspective what their goals are but i really enjoy the fact that there's two different types of music in this video and they seem like they fit Dak, and i enjoyed that a lot so moving on from there we've got sabrosa and Shadow presenting Simone Baracco's 10% video. He's been riding for these companies for over 10 years now. Not trap rap. <laughs> Travis says Dak equals one of the godfathers of BMX Street. He also mentioned about the Vans the Circle. There were too many participants for my ADHD mind to actually watch them all. I got overwhelmed and never got to it. See, that's kind of understandable. I think if they had like a bracket style, where it would feel more like they're pitting these people against each other, but I think it'd be a more manageable way to do it. But back to the Simone Bracco video. This video is like another example of what I was just talking about with Dak, where he's like pushing his bike control and abilities on the bike just further than ever before. It is insane some of the stuff that he's doing in here. I believe there was a truck driver to back peg bonk on a vertical pole in here as well as just so many other peg-bonk combos that don't make any sense. There was a wedge to sub setup where he goes up it and does like a downside ice pick bonk and then ends up in a smith on the sub. is crazy and half of it doesn't make any sense. There's a 360 like tire slide bonk thing on a wall down a stair set. It's crazy to see this and how far he's pushing his bike control. And it makes you wonder how much further can he go. And I love this specialized thing that people are doing where they're pushing certain things further than ever before. And I I just enjoy seeing it. It's kind of how Lip Lords was where we used that four foot quarter to restrict us, but also unleash creativity in a way that you can't really do if you're just broadly hitting everything you possibly can trying to just get stuff done. So moving on from there, we have a video with Andy Garcia from Stranger called Stone Cold. It's all at Cherry Park in Long Beach, and it's Andy Garcia. Kurt Rowell's going to be psyched when he watches this, but Andy Garcia just has some of the best bike control and maneuverability and grinds and the techiness and jib stuff that he does. It's unbelievable to see, and this video is just a perfect example of all of that throughout so check that one out if you guys are into that type of thing and it's crazy how with Dak Simone and Andy Garcia we have three so wildly different styles on somewhat similar like it's it's essentially street riding I know Andy Garcia is a cherry park but it's all flat ledges and flat rails it's crazy to not crazy it's cool to see how wildly different people can be in similar facets of riding so moving on from here, we've got a video with Gage Sharp at Woodward. It's a power hour at Woodward, and Gage absolutely kills it in this one. I was there while he's filming it. You can hear me yelling in some of the parts. Definitely check this one out if you guys haven't yet. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying this one. I'm watch. I'm enjoying watching Gage like really trying to just do everything he can in BMX and put effort into like making awesome videos and riding hard and progressing himself it's cool to see moving on from there we got a couple more videos to talk about we've got dylan wright welcome to tree bicycle co i'll be honest i didn't even know that tree was still like making stuff and i love 
the concept behind some of the stuff Tree has done in the past and how they've they've kind of engineered solutions to problems that we've had, albeit subtle problems. I mean, I believe that Tree came out with the first spline drive sprocket. Correct me if I'm wrong there, but just things of that nature that are cool to see. The only straight pull spoke hubs that I know of, the Tree hubs, a lot of people love those hubs. So it's cool to see that they're still here or they're back, whatever the situation is. And we got a video welcoming Pat Frame to Eclat, as well as a throwback video before we get to the longer video from this week. Davey Watson's Shola video section from 2008. I watched the first half of this. And I hadn't really watched Davey's riding before this, and I can see why people are so hyped on it. <laughs> Strangers still exist. Does LZ still exist? Yeah, Adam LZ is... Uh, killing it in what he's doing i check his channel sometimes just to see if he's uploaded a bmx video and uh he's definitely killing it in what he's doing and i'm, I'm stoked for him honestly he figured out very early on that getting paid by google is better than relying on a job or relying on the bmx industry or whatever industry you're in Getting paid from the giant corporation that is Google to make videos is a pretty sweet gig. Moving on from there, we got a longer video from this week from the Dub Jam in Liverpool. 2021 Dub Jam Liverpool. Check this one out. It's uh, 10 minutes long if you want a little bit longer of a video. That's the longest one that I've got this week, so sorry if you wanted something longer. Moving on from there, Shadows Fall 2021 Apparel has come out. we got a couple interview type videos to talk about. First, a how to tail whip video with Matt Ray. This one is only like two minutes something seconds long, so it's concise and to the point, and Matt Ray is a tail whipping G. So if you wanna learn how to tail whip, he's definitely a good perspective to get, and to have his video added to the collection of how to tail whip videos on YouTube is definitely welcomed. Moving on from that, we've got how to air a quarter with none other than Chris James from Colony. This is another one that is good to have in the the collection of how to air a quarter pipe videos. I hadn't had a chance to check this one out, but it's Chris James. Look how high he is in the thumbnail. It's definitely going to be one that gives you some good insight, and he goes so high and so fast whenever he airs out. I've watched him do it in person, and it is crazy. Definitely a good perspective to get, and also I've got a how to air out video too. You can check out if you want another perspective on someone who doesn't air 30 feet out. Then we've got another throwback on the Snakebite BMX YouTube channel. That's where the Davey Watson video is at. This is Steve Crandall's Day in the Life in 2002. Look at that. Young Crandall doing his thing. Moving on from here, and I'll get to your guys' questions as soon as I get to the last thing from this week. We've got a video with the Share a Bike, Share a Smile organization. I'm not exactly sure, like what to call it. It may be an organization, maybe a nonprofit. I'm not sure how it's labeled, but what it is essentially is that they're donating secondhand BMX parts to other people who need it around the world, essentially, and throwing jams and just trying to promote and grow BMX in a way that not a lot of people are doing on like a large scale. This video talks about it, shows some footage from a jam, has the guy here, I believe Gabriel Goldsack is the one who founded this organization is what I'm just going to call it. Definitely worth checking out and maybe 
there's some way or some information on their website on how to get involved because I feel like a lot of people have like old parts laying around and to see those going to good use in a country where like buying a frame or buying cranks or bars is just outrageously expensive to do new because of the shipping costs and taxing and things of that nature where if it's a gift from somebody here in the U.S. or anywhere else maybe it won't be taxed as such and if they don't have to pay for it, it helps them that much more so definitely check this out now let's get to the chat so somebody asked if the alienation planetary hubs are out yet soon very soon I'm hoping I miss LZ and Spence yeah, somebody, if you're watching this in the future or listening in the future, let me know the history of Adam LZ and Spencer Forsman because I feel like they knew each other or something. I don't know. I just don't know. And I feel like I've heard that in the past. Let's see. Not much more in the chat. Tyler, I hope I see you at Swamp Fest. Have a good weekend. And, uh... That being said, that's all we've got for this week's BMX news video. I hope you enjoyed it. If you got any type of utility out of this watching videos or just enjoying it in general, and you're new here, new here or you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button down below. We'll see you tomorrow for another video in the continuation of the Woodward West series before we get to the Woodward East series. So many videos coming up. And then we're going to have the Swamp Fest series. It is, I'm truly grateful for everything I've been able to do lately. So 